conciencia. Welcome back to the Opinionated Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Crouch, and yep, it's it's been a long time. Uh, I <laughs> said in the beginning of the last episode that we were back on a roll and uh, I was going to continue to record, but, you know, life happens. A lot has happened since recording the last episode, and uh, I was actually going to put out one more episode before said things happened um, back in October of 2021. But uh, when I recorded, my audio was not coming through at all. Uh, For whatever reason, the input was just non-existent, and it only recorded the guests at the time. And then I moved, basically, and got, got my own apartment and all that nice jazz. So life has been kicking my ass, but finally have time to record so i'm not gonna promise anything like i have been so i'm just gonna push these episodes out when i can and uh we'll we'll go from there so i am joined by basically our co-host at this point how you been (laughs) justin i've I've been great how have you been doing i've been doing just fine you know things slowing down now that i'm back at arkansas you know stuff like that good to just sit down and relax definitely i i agree uh it's it's hard to come by these days now i know right that life happens crazy so just randomly i decided to text justin and say hey you got any topics to record for the podcast i haven't recorded in a while and uh just I didn't have any creative ideas, so I just asked Justin to see if he wanted to do anything, and uh, we settled on Call of Duty, just the franchise as a whole, where it's headed, um, how we were introduced to it. We can start with, when I'm researching something, I like to find out every little minute detail. I'm not going to get that deep into it, but just, I guess, like general facts about the franchise if you aren't into video games or into Call of Duty necessarily. So Call of Duty is a first-person shooter game starting out in 2003, and its initial, I guess, setting was World War II. When Call of Duty started, you got to remember that it was uh, competing with Medal of Honor because Medal of Honor was just, it was taken off. I think I only played one Medal of Honor. It was, what was it? I think it was Rising Sun. And I think it was based on Pearl Harbor. Like the Pacific Front? I believe so. I don't quote yeah. me on that. <laughs> but I think I played that before Call of Duty. And then I went to Call of Duty, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a blur in my mind. So the game was developed, at least the first game, was developed by Infinity Ward and published by Activision. Back when Activision was good. Cough, cough. Um... <laughs> The game simulates the infantry and combined arms warfare of World War II. So basically, the first three Call of Duties pretty much settled on just the World War II setting. Finally, Call of Duty 4, they are doing, as it says in the title, Modern Warfare. (laughs) 
set in uh, 2007 or thereabouts, because that's when it was published. Then following that, World at War, back to World War II. I would say, for me anyway, that was the most memorable World War II Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. World, War um, World at War was just so good. Yeah. And then that is followed by a sequel to Modern Warfare in 2009. Then Call of Duty Black Ops, which is set during the Cold War in the 80s. Very, very good. Um, and then to wrap up the trilogy, I guess you could say, Modern Warfare 3 released in 2011. Black Ops 2 released 2012. Futuristic. Call of Duty Ghost played the intro. Don't know much about it, to be honest with you. In between, like, a Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2, like I said, didn't play it. I played, when it first came out, I played the multiplayer and did not like it at all. Just the UI, the feel of it, it just didn't feel right. Um, Weren't the maps, like, way too big? If I remember correctly, yes. I only remember two maps in particular. Um, That is followed by Advanced Warfare 2014. It seems like since Call of Duty 2, they did a yearly release, but there is a two-year window in between Call of Duty 1 and Call of Duty 2. After Advanced Warfare, which was way... It was like Black Ops 2 times 5. I didn't care for it. Way too much futuristic for me. That is followed by Black Ops 3, which I've come to enjoy later on that is followed by infinite warfare which everybody at that point was just that i think that's when nobody took the series seriously at that point they were just like okay they've run out of ideas what are they going to do next and then of course back to world war ii who would have fucking guessed you know (laughs) well yeah you got when uh when everyone hates your guts just Go back to the classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, we, we've taken this futuristic thing way too far. Let's go back to our roots. And everybody was in favor of that. But uh, then they remembered that it was being developed by Sledgehammer Games, which uh, hasn't had the best track record, mostly because their first game was Advanced Warfare, um, which was one of those you either hate it or you love it. Um, and I'm, I think the general consensus was Advanced Warfare. It just sucked. World War II is then followed by Black Ops 4, which was the first Call of Duty to have no campaign, which a lot of people were kind of skeptical about. But when it came to the namesake of Black Ops, it was just pretty much zombies. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is then followed by the very, very popular 2019 soft reboot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, of course, was then overshadowed by technically a separate game, but is within the game, but they classify it as a separate entity. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone, which is their battle royale, their answer to Fortnite, which is uh, basically two years too late, in my opinion. But... It made Battle Royale still relevant. Still kind of is. And then that is followed by Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is basically a true sequel to Call of Duty Black Ops uh, because the gap between Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 was pretty bad. Finally, of course, last year's release now that we are recording in 2022. Jesus Christ. Um, That's crazy. 
<laughs> Call of Duty Vanguard, which once again still sticking with World War II format. So that is that is a lot of at least main games. I'm not gonna cover the fucking side games or any of that because nobody cares. I'm just gonna focus on the main games. So with that lengthy list of just main games, because trust me, there are tons and tons of expansions and side games and all that that I'm not going to delve into. Just way too much. Didn't play them anyway. 18 games over the span of almost 20 years. 19 years, pretty much. With all of those games, it's obviously not one developer just realized. I lied about Sledgehammer. They actually helped uh, release... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, apparently. They helped oh, develop yeah, it. Oh, yeah, they did, they did uh, do, like, a little... They helped Infinity Ward. So it, it's it's safe to say that Infinity Ward is pretty much the heart and soul of Call of Duty. They're the ones who developed it, developed the first game, they developed the second game, and then they handed off the third game to Treyarch, and then it was just kind of that rotation between Infinity Ward makes this one and then Treyarch makes this one, you know? Um, yeah. And then they threw Sledgehammer games in the mix. They pretty much have this rotation, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Sledgehammer, and they just keep doing that, and they've been doing that for over 10 years now. So from what I can remember, I would say my first exposure to the Call of Duty franchise would either have to be Call of Duty 2 because... Not personally, but I remember my brother at least having. Uh, they, I think they had it on the PlayStation 2. Personally, I remember playing Modern Warfare 1 and 2 multi local multiplayer with my brothers. My Honestly, my first, ex my first experience with Call of Duty was through you. Because before I had a 360, the best I could do first-person shooter-wise was like playing old PC games like Halo... Like, Halo 1 on PC and, like, Unreal Tournament 99, that was the best I had. And then you showed me Call of Duty, and I got a 360. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, oh, man, it's, like, <laughs> a whole new thing. Yeah, you were you were still in the retro days, because you mainly grew up on Nintendo, but then... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that was... So, I'm, I, needless to say, I'm pretty late to the party. By the time I would get my hand on a Call of Duty title, they were so well past their time and I never had I never got gold when I had a 360 that pretty much all I would do is just play the campaign. Yeah. So nice. I have a great deal of I have a great deal of opinions about uh campaigns for like older CODs simply because that was what I played most of the time. Yeah. That's that's pretty much what I played when I was a kid. My first realm of multiplayer was probably Black Ops 2 back in 2012, 2013, when it was still good. <laughs> yeah. Um, now it's just full attackers. Yeah. <laughs> but I have I have fond memories of just playing local multiplayer with my brothers when they would come over. And just, I was so bad at the game. Basically, all we would do is play free-for-all on Rust, and I would just walk around the map <laughs> with a Remington... <laughs> Remington oh shotgun, God. not knowing what the fuck I was doing, but still having a hell of a time. The earliest multiplayer experience I had is when you handed off Black Ops Two to me, and that was like the first one with bot, with actual like bot matches that I could play. Oh my God, you wouldn't <laughs> believe how many bot, 
how many bot matches I played on, like, I think it was Yemen. That's what I mostly played. That was, like, my go-to, and I would just... I, I made a bunch of loadouts for it, but, you know, it was... I always cranked up the uh, pick 10 to pick 17, just <laughs> so I can max out everything, and i just go to town on bots. The only game I actually did do, like, multiplayer bots was probably Black Ops 1, just because it was way past its prime at yeah. that point, so it... it, it Black Ops 2 is definitely more populated than Black Ops 1 at the time. I've only experienced it on the PC. I know most of the population is just uh, nuke-jacked. Well, not not nuke-jacked. That's Black Ops 2. It's mostly just nuke-town, team yep. deathmatch, and that's the best you're getting. Because <laughs> nuke-town is one of the most legendary maps, but we'll get into I that know. later. The first campaign I remember playing was i played them out of order too i played call of duty modern warfare 2 i played that campaign to death and then i got modern warfare 3 after that played that campaign because i really loved the finale um who doesn't if you love the series oh, that, was, that was a good and then i played call of duty 3 never finished it i got about halfway through it then i got black ops 1 then black ops 2 then World at War, and then that's when I oh. kind of st- I kind of stopped because I just kind of stuck with Black Ops Two for the longest time. Uh, took a break from the series until about World War Two, actually. And my brother was really hyped because it was you know boots on the ground, back to the back to the roots, pretty much, and not this futuristic bullshit that they were getting way over their heads with. And then I've I've pretty much played all of the games until. The most recent release, Vanguard. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't buy that one either. Fun fact, though. Fun fact: the first COD I was, I ever bought at launch was 2019's Modern Warfare because that was the first. First of all, it was the I actually, I actually wanted it because the trailers really hooked me in. But Modern Warfare was also the first COD year where I actually had an Xbox. Yeah. Because everything before that, it was just a 360. Yep, uh, Infinite Warfare was the first game to only stay on, at that point, current gen, but next gen for those who still had 360. The first Call of Duty I purchased for myself would be Black Ops 4 at launch. Oh, I, My brothers may have gotten the other ones at launch, but I've... I pretty much just went to like GameStop back when GameStop was actually cool um, and just picked those up when they were cheap and just played the hell out of them. I remember one Christmas, my dad sent me the Modern Warfare collection. And then uh, I think that also came with Black Ops 1 as well. Had those on 360. Following year, I got an Xbox One. I got the Xbox One S uh, in 2017 when World War II launched, like literally right before. Um, and at that point, me and my brother were game sharing, so he bought it at launch, and uh, we basically played it together. But I've I pretty much bought, since Black Ops 4 until this most recent release, bought them all at launch. Yeah, Modern Warfare, first one I bought. Then, uh, but the rest of the, most of the older Call of Duty, they, they were like hand-me-downs from me. They were mostly hand-me-downs from you, right? Yeah, I yeah. I, remember, I pretty much the the ones that my dad sent me that Christmas I pretty much gave to you. 
Uh, I got I got Black Ops Two. I I think I literally it was like 2017 or 2016 when I got my Xbox One. When I started buying all the Call of Duties digitally, so I could just oh, get yeah. rid of my physical copies. So I just gave you. I know I gave you Call of Duty Four. I gave you World at War, uh, Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three, and yep. then my copy of Black Ops Two. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, so from the Call of Duties that I have played. My favorite campaign out of all of them, as much as it's like a full package, I would have to say that Modern Warfare 3 was my favorite campaign to play. Oh, yeah. Hands down. That was, that was a really good campaign. I, I can see why you like I can see why you like it, because, I mean, it's a great conclusion to the Modern Warfare trilogy. The, the iconic line of just like, so trust in you that I would too. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, my favorite multiplayer, hands down, Black Ops 2. I, I was so lucky to play in the heyday, not necessarily on my own console, but on my brother's um, PS3, actually. Oh, my God. I remember just looking up just, like, Black Ops 2 funny moments, pretty much, oh, and yeah. finding the YouTuber, if anybody knows, Eugene Yackel. Oh, my God. The funniest shit back in the day. Ugh, that is that is ten years ago. Just take me back there, just for just one day. Servers being populated. The trash talking was nonstop. It was just, it was a great oh, time. Yeah. I wish I could have been there for that though. I just looked it up. The last video that he posted, the Black Ops Three beta code troll on phase kid posted. <laughs> Six years ago, man. Yeah. It, it was actually funny because Eugene didn't make his own channel at first. He was, um, it was this guy named Speedy who found him. And by immense popularity, uh, everybody wanted Eugene to make his own thing. But holy shit, it was hilarious. For me, at least, my favorite campaign has to be hands down World of War. I'd say that was, that's probably my second favorite, honestly. Just as a heads as like a thing about me, I pref I prefer the Call of Duties that like if I'm deriding them, I just call them Michael Bay. But the really action the action packed Call of Duties like Modern Warfare two, three, like the Black Ops series, I can understand why people really like them and I like them. But I really enjoy the much more serious things like COD four, World at War. One of the reasons I like Modern Warfare 2019. But World at War, just as a game, it's fun to play. I think the guns all are really unique. But then, you know, as the setting, Treyarch really went to town on making the thing as violent and brutal as they could. Yeah. And I think I think it really worked out well. It definitely um, did. It, then, it, it did have that perfect balance of, like, seriousness and then, of course, action. You know. Oh yeah, and it, but you know, don't play it on veteran though, unless you like, unless you want half of your gameplay to just be tossing back grenades. Don't play on veteran. Yeah, no, that, I'm that I'm was... usually there for the story, at least when the campaigns were existent and fun yeah, to play. And, and so that's why, like, whenever something World War Two COD related comes out, it's just oh, how is it compared to World at War? Yeah, and most of the time. Most of the time, they can't live up to it. 
Well, that's the thing. I'd, I'd say I've heard that Ghost has a really good campaign. Like I said, I only played the intro of it, and it just it didn't it didn't catch my eye. But I've heard that it had a really good campaign, and it was advanced warfare. That's when everything just went in the shitter. So I guess the argument for like oh the futuristic advanced mobility games suck, um, um, it can be overshadowed just by because the campaigns just sucked ass. And well, I think that was also when Call of Duty was in this weird phase where like they could they didn't know what they really wanted in a in a way like they were all trying to chase the new big thing which i guess at that point was like hero shooter hero shooters and advanced mobility yeah because i think that's why treyarch treyarch had the specialist yeah it was a black ops 3 that introduced the specialist yeah yeah that was a big thing at that time I don't know. See, I really stopped paying attention to Call of Duty at around that point. I was more focused on, like, Halo. That was my big thing at that point. Mm. But then I distinctly remember it was, like, end of high school, going into college, that they just they dropped the trailer for Modern Warfare. And I'm like, whoa, this is, like, they're going back... To they, they're like going back to their roots. Oh, I like this. It, it was definitely a breath of fresh air, finally. Because they just... I'd say if they stopped with the futuristic stuff at Black Ops 3 and immediately released... If Infinity War just did... Maybe not Modern Warfare soft reboot just yet, but if they just did something else, you know, instead of just taking that futuristic thing all the way... Because Maybe. Infinity Ward was known to be boots on the ground. They never had... They, like, Ghost was the the most futuristic they ever got. And it felt like a great value Black Ops 2 almost. What if they tried to, like, do a Ghost 2? Like, trying to fix what went wrong with Ghost 1? Instead well, of Infinity Warfare? They couldn't do a Ghost 2 because the way... I think the way the campaign ended, they couldn't, like, continue. Oh, really? Oh, dang. Yeah, they put all of their fucking great mind, brain energy, <laughs> mind brain energy. Yep, we're keeping that mind yep. brain energy into the Modern Warfare series because it's just so such a good story. But when, back to when you were saying like the Michael Bay stuff, like I wouldn't say that's what they're known for, but it's not. It shouldn't be surprising, and it shouldn't be a concern. Yeah, like. When I'm t when I'm saying when I say Michael Bay, that's usually when that's usually that's when I'm trying to deride them. When I'm not, I can understand why people like those games, and you know, I I like Modern Warfare too. I've always liked it when they took it a bit more serious than that. That's actually one of the reasons I like Cold War's campaign. I'd say the last the the last campaign that was actually like that. Well, no, the last campaign. After modern war or after World at War was World War Two, like it was a pretty serious one, especially because of the ending. Oh um, yeah, but it also it wasn't like a full action film because I remember specifically the stealth mission in Paris. Oh yeah, no the stealth. I loved that mission in World War Two. Yeah, II. that was so good. I, I think World War Two doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, it's not great. It's not amazing, of course, but it's not as bad as everyone seems. See, one of the things I 
to completely just ruin my previous points about liking a serious thing, I think World World War Two actually has value. You remember hearing about those old movies, like those really old movies about World War Two, where the Americans were the plucky heroes saving the day. Yeah, I think that's really how World War Two felt. And I know for coming, I know for people comparing it to World at War, it's like no, World at War is better, but. If you think about it like an old patriotic war film, I, I think it's pretty cool. Multiplayer for World War II was pretty fun, though seeing my character somehow use a stripper clip with a scope on the gun, just <laughs> like, how, how, did, how, did the, how did they do that? I would say the only bad thing about uh, World, War, World War II multiplayer was the, the hub area. Where you could, like, interact with other people. Like, that was just unnecessary. And I'm glad they never brought that back. That was just something weird that they didn't need to, like, make. (laughs) The hub had its moments when I I was playing through. The firing range was pretty cool, testing out recoil. That's true. and, And the 1v1s were also pretty fun. But other than that, it really served no purpose. Yeah, it it was just very uncharacteristic of it Call of Duty. It was there so you could show off your skins. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing is like Advanced Warfare and World War Two. That block basically twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen, it was just oh, riddled yeah. with loot boxes and microtransactions. Well, twenty eighteen because late into uh, Black Ops Four, I think they actually did introduce loot boxes. That's right. Yep, you're right. That did happen. They were like, okay, no more loot boxes. Brought them back anyway. <laughs> Brought them back anyway. And then, of uh, course, guess... Warzone. They they oh, also... Warzone. Well, Warzone is... Warzone's... I've managed to figure it out completely how insidious Warzone is with their monetization. And I could go into like a five-minute rant just lining up everything, how it's being done. I don't know if you'd want to do that. It was nice to see that change of pace after Infinite Warfare with World War Two, And then, of course, because Treyarch is Treyarch and everybody was desperate for more zombies, um, they released Black Ops 4. And then, of course... Yeah, well, um, there was Black Ops 4 right after World War II. Yeah, so they, everybody wanted zombies. And then, of course, I remember hearing, like, everybody was shocked. Like, no campaign... At that point, I was I was I took a break and then did World War Two, played that campaign. I was like, oh man, I, I'm I'm back into it. I'm back into the Call of Duty mode. Went back and played some of the campaigns. I was like, man, so amazing. And then Black Ops Four news dropped that no campaign, and I'm like, what? It's not gonna it's not gonna be successful. There's no way. But then zombies fandom. And oh yeah, well that that's just zombies, man. Really, you could hand it off to Black Ops Two for making multiplayer as big as it got, and as it is. Some people will say that Modern Warfare Two, but for me anyway, at least from my perspective, it felt like Black Ops Two was so much bigger of a multiplayer you think it's fan really, base. It really it, you think it really hit its peak at BO Two? Definitely. A, a lot of people will say, like, classic, classic Call of Duty players will say that Modern Warfare 2, which I'm not denying, but 
No, like Modern Warfare From 2, my like, perspective, it felt like Black Ops 2 was the mecca of all multiplayer games. Though the problem or all had, multiplayer Call of Duties. The problem is when the when you get like Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 2 these days being so popular they are, that's where all the hackers are. Which sucks, but I still I will still if you say, "Hey, let's play, hop on Black Ops 2." I'm down. I'm there. You know. Oh yeah. No. I don't care. I'll deal with the hackers, but I I love the game yeah, just it, that much. No, it, no, it it really is a good game. Those tiny moments where I can actually get enjoy Black Ops 2. It's like, yeah, I can see why people like this game. And then I get cross mapped through the wall with a guy spinning with a ballista. So, after hearing the Black Ops 4 news, I'd still, like I said, bought Black Ops 4 on my own. Bought it with my own fucking money. Waste of money. Multiplayer for about a month. Touch zombies maybe twice in total. And then just fucking uninstall the game. I was like, yeah, no. This is a no campaign. The graphics look decent. I will give them that. But they kind of looks like... Almost like too colorful. Cartoony. Yeah, oh, like cartoony yeah. and colorful. Well, that's what they were doing at that point. Like it was like, like overstimulating. Like the, the I remember one map. It was like a not really a beach, but like a rocky sandbar type place, and uh-huh. the water was just so fucking blue, like it burned oh, really? your eyes pretty much. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look this up. Um, I don't I, remember what the name of it was, but. But, like, uh, you could, like, swim and stuff. I don't remember that ever being in any Call of Duty. Like, unnaturally. Yeah, it's, it, it fucking, it gave you a headache. You stared at it too long, you know? It carried the specialist's idea from Black Ops 3, which I didn't hate, but of course I didn't love because, once again, it was very uncharacteristic of Call of Duty to do, like, a specialist thing. You were supposed to pick, your playstyle was based upon the weapons that you chose, not necessarily a. Quote unquote specialists. That's what they're trying to go for, though. See, I don't know how true it is, but uh, apparently Treyarch was actually trying to make like a five v five hero shooter, and then Activision had to step in and say like, hey, make this more like a traditional COD. If you think about it, Treyarch's been doing whenever they make a Call of Duty, it's always so much different. Black Ops introduced cod points and like their entire system was based around it but i'd say call of duty black ops 4 is actually the worst one at least of what i've played because of how every gun felt like it was the exact same thing like i don't know how to explain it but it just i don't know maybe it was because i literally stuck with the icr and only used that gun but every time i picked up another weapon after killing somebody it it just felt like i was using the exact same gun it would do the exact same damage at the exact same time at this point i was still out of it and then modern warfare swoops in i that was i think also the first game i ever pre-ordered when i heard that they were soft rebooting modern warfare i was like i'm a little bit skeptical because i'm not a big fan of reboots and all that shit because usually it's it's ruined and it's tainted and not fun at all but i remember seeing the beta and playing it i was like holy shit this is like a new level of call of duty new mechanics new engine new everything and it felt really nice I actually forgot to mention Black Ops 4, they released a mode called Blackout, which was actually a precursor to what Warzone is. 
It was like a battle royale meets zombies in certain moments. It was very, eh. Definitely didn't last as long as Warzone has. Some people still enjoy it. I know my brother definitely is one of those people. But it was the competition for Fortnite because Fortnite released like 20 at the end of 2017. Got really popular, of course. And Blackout was their answer. But that didn't land. So Infinity War was like, I got this. Hold my beer. And then released Warzone shortly after the release of uh, Modern Warfare. It is still alive in 2022 and they have a new map and everything that was pretty much my first battle royale and once i got into the hang of it playing it with friends in like three or four man squad was actually quite enjoyable i definitely have more fond memories of playing modern warfare with literally everybody you shandon oh yeah and that was those were those were fun yeah and then of course my brother and his friends and all that and then, of course, it was about time for the next Call of Duty to, re- to be revealed. And, of course, they had to do a Warzone event, which was actually fucking sick. And that's how they catfished a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that is really how they um, if you If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend um, you look it up of how they promoted Black Ops Cold War. It, was that when they released Know Your History? Yep, that was it. That was yeah, that was know, the... know your history catfished me into Cold War so <laughs> hard. I was like I enjoyed Modern Warfare, but after a while I just got it was so big that it just it was too much for me. Well like the file size? Well I mean that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the file size? Yes. But like I don't know, it was like you, you had to use these meta weapons, otherwise oh, you're fucking yeah. trash. And that's all you would ever fucking see, and it was so annoying. Especially after Colt, uh, when I went back and played it, like, the meta really... There was still a meta, but it was so much looser, because at that point, the only there weren't a whole lot of people that cared about the meta, because all the chasers were playing Cold War. And, you know, I I would probably still say the same thing now, but, I mean, most of the people that are meta chasers can't play Modern Warfare, because, you know, it doesn't work. But then, of course, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War releases true sequel to Black Ops uh, Black Ops One, excuse me. And I enjoyed the campaign. I oh, I yeah. liked it. Really good. Um, it was it was once again half action, half like really good story. It was like and half action and half this. I you know you know what it is. It's a spy action. I can kind of see that because like. You're you're doing you're doing a bunch of running and gunning, but then at the same time you're also solving these puzzles and like trying to find clues. And um, and then of course the multiplayer. I still like the feel of Black Ops Cold War slightly more than Modern Warfare. I can't necessarily say why. It just it feels a little bit more realistic and and. I think Cold Cold War is using a worse engine though. It's an older engine than what modern warfare was using say modern warfare felt feels more realistic but black ops cold war has has that perfect balance of like old school meets new new school and that's what i enjoyed and i really disagree with you have those problems with every single game because you know at the beginning of modern warfare it was the fucking shotgun that everybody was using honestly that was my favorite meta i don't care like any meta after that but the shotgun meta was so fun because you would you would have moments where you're like, like, holy shit, this shotgun is OP against 
against oh, holy yeah, shit yeah. this shotgun is op please nerf it like it would switch so quickly but i loved it so much because but, it was so chaotic well yeah because at the same time yeah it was really good but it only had two rounds in it yeah exactly so like you you had like you had to hit your shots but those shots so were fucking brutal <laughs> oh yeah no sometimes sometimes when i go back and play i will equip the 725 with the choke long barrel slugs and a scope and uh, i just i tag people from like half from across the map and they get really upset about it because they're over here trying to quick me with an spr and i just tag them with, with a 725 it's <laughs> funny i'm really good at seeing why people like things yeah i get it people i can see why people like cold war you know it's a more arcadey call of duty and like if you didn't like modern warfare you're more likely to like Cold War, something yeah. like that. But like for me, at least, considering I like modern warfare, Cold War was just it's just kind of a letdown. Yeah, especially like the, I'd say the only thing that held up was the campaign. <laughs> oh yeah, well I thought Zombies was alright. Oh well, Zombies was really good. I, don't listen to me. Of course, it was really good. In between Modern Warfare and Cold War, I went. Uh, a friend at the time convinced me to go back to Black Ops 2, I mean, excuse me, Black Ops 3, and play the zombies there because they took the old maps and basically remastered them. My experience with zombies was not necessarily favorable, but of course it's very nostalgic because my brothers enjoyed it, so I played it with them, but I, again, had nothing. I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But yeah, I went back to Black Ops 3, played those zombies. It was definitely fun. I, I could see how it was fun in its heyday. But that oh, yeah. it was just in the middle of the shit sandwich with Ghost, Trance Warfare, Infinite Warfare, World War. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Infinite Warfare, not World War Two, but uh, Infinite Warfare apparently had really good zombies. I tried it; it was very, very cartoony. My favorite zombies is World at War. I don't know. I like I like the zombies back when it was this nice mix between it had action in it, but it was also like trying to be scary at the same time. I know it was. In Noct, in the first Zombies map, Noct, they didn't have voice acting for, like, the announcer that would announce power-ups. And I think that kind of helped with, like, there's no one now, there's no someone else watching you. It's just you and the zombie horde. I know that doing Noct, trying to sequelize Noct, would not have worked because you, you, did, you get FNAF if you keep trying to <laughs> sequelize a horror game. Yeah, but I think Noct is probably my favorite simply because of just how different it is from from the other zombies maps that I've played. If I want to have a bit more, you know, actual fun, run around and stuff, yeah, I'll play something newer. I don't really have a problem with the old ones, but it's just it's so bare bones that oh, it just yeah, it no, didn't feel. So I wanted some depth into it. And, of course, the first Zombies map I remember playing, and I'm pretty sure if you didn't even try to play Zombies, you were not necessarily forced to, but at the end of the Black Ops 1 campaign, it shows, like, an alternate... Oh, yeah. oh it did that in World of War 2. They did that? At World of... I don't remember that. After the, after the credits, you it loaded up not. Okay, well, they, they did the same thing with Black Ops 1, where you play it as Kennedy. <laughs> John oh, Kennedy yeah. I and Nixon. I beat yeah. the Black Ops 1 campaign, and I'm like, wait, wait. oh, <laughs> I'm playing as Kennedy. <laughs> and then I remember I bought the M14 
and it's just like I only remember it's like now I enforce with a sniper rifle. <laughs> and it was so funny. Yeah. It and was, then I died. It was it was really good. Um that I'm pretty sure that was my first experience with zombies. Um, and I enjoyed it. My my brothers uh, really enjoyed it. They definitely got a kick out of John F. Kennedy being a main character. But that that was the one map that still has yet to make a return. It's called Five, for those who don't oh, know. Dude, um, man, they remastered Five. That would be so yeah. That that is the one map that is not in Black Ops Three. <laughs> dude, they could have done that for like Cold War. That would have been great. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, no. Cold no. War, Cold War, you just played as your operator. Yeah. The thing that they did with Modern Warfare and Cold War, of course, they, uh, well into Black Ops Cold War's lifetime, they did, like, an integration thing where they would bring in Black Ops Cold War weapons into, like, Warzone, and then oh, they would bring in operators from the other game as well. Yeah, you can play as Captain Price in Cold War. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty funny. Warfare, so, I mean... Captain Price playing zombies is the that most... Was- it's it's cursed to say the least. Um, oh yeah, it is. I remember when they first added Captain Price. I remember seeing a video of some like when you ping when your character pings something on zombies or basically anything, they'll like say a line. And because yeah. Captain Price has never been in a zombies thing, he would say when you would like, for example, point out Deadshot Dacker. He's like Deadshot Dacker or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> My favorite was. Captain Price was added to uh, into the Modern Warfare Battle Path. People who uh, people who got him were playing on like uh, Warzone. They literally ran. They literally had a circle of people assassinating each other on top of one of the buildings, and it would just, <laughs> it would just be this circle of Captain Price just pointing a nine mil at someone's head at another Captain Price's head, and it just went. <laughs> And then, of course, it was time to reveal the next Call of Duty. And, of course, it was being leaked all over the place. Um, Back to World War fucking 2. Saying it's World War 2 is being very generous because Vanguard takes so many liberties that it might as well not even be the same time period. It's like a World War 2 theme. It's like World War 2 themed Halo. That is odd. I can't. I cannot imagine that like, at all. Imagine, imagine you, it was just. It's, you're still playing Halo, but like the the Magnum is now a 1911. That's <laughs> just like for me, for me at least, I, I I am really fascinated with firearms and mostly older firearms because I think the as an engineer, seeing the mechanisms that these people invented to make automatic fire is really interesting because no one would ever do it the same way. They all found their own really weird and convoluted way to do it. And then you go over to Vanguard and they take, they take the outside shell of these weapons, these, uh, these iconic weapons and then just gut them. Like the things you can do is disgusting. Uh, so yeah, as, as I've said before, Vanguard, the most recent release is I the first one I haven't bought at launch. Still have yet to get it. Probably Same. won't until it goes on sale for like fifteen bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, they were on sale, but it was only like forty bucks. I'm like, dog, no. 
Yeah, no, still not worth it. It's, it's like Cyberpunk. They still have it at that $60 mark, and when it does go on sale, it's still like $20. It is not worth that much. I, when one time, when I was doing a shift at GameStop, I was uh, price changing them. Uh, they were selling Cyberpunk at like 5 bucks. That That is the correct price. 5 to $10 for that game, perfect. I mean, you, if you think about it as a cost benefit, like, are you getting five bucks worth of enjoyment out of it? Maybe. Definitely. Oh, at least five. That's, see, that's but that that's how I analyze. That's how I analyze Call of Duty games because because if you got three modes, you split it through. Yes, divide it by three. Is your campaign worth twenty bucks? Yes and no. Is your multiplayer worth twenty bucks? Is your third mode zombies, spec ops, whatever have you? Is that worth twenty bucks? For me, at least, Vanguard. I know its campaign is just kind of eh, so that's not worth twenty bucks. I know its zombies is complete garbage. Yep. So that's not worth twenty bucks. And the multiplayer is like it's like yeah. a reskin Modern Warfare. Yeah, pretty much a so le- like, less enjoyable Modern Warfare because we played the beta. Like if- game went on sale for like 20 bucks at most yeah i might get it i'll get 20 bucks worth of enjoyment out of that game vanguard uh it like it everybody was like okay yeah vanguard just kind of lame we're all hyped for battlefield 20 <laughs> oh sure. then battlefield 2042 dropped yeah it's just, it's just as bad yep just as bad it's hilarious so yeah Man. people are um starved for a good first person shooter now Halo. Well, that's what Halo swoops in. And then, of course, Halo swoops in and does the job because it really is great. But that is yeah. a story for another time. Oh, yeah. So, as of right now, the quote-unquote leaks or rumors that the next Call of Duty is basically going to be the sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare. I think the community has officially just called it Modern Warfare Roman Numeral 2. Roman numeral 2, just yeah, like that's... Call of Duty World War 2. Exactly. Okay, have you... Uh, what do you know about the game's third mode? I think I heard that it's going to be... What was it? Tarkov. Yeah, Tarkov, you told me, that's right. Oh, yeah, I did. I've been thinking about getting into Tarkov, but if Modern Warfare 2022 is going to be doing their version of Tarkov, I might just end up playing that. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, uh, we're talking about Escape from Tarkov, which is a very, very... Very hardcore shooter. Yeah, very hardcore FPS. Um, Basically, you drop into a map, um, and you basically get all this loot, and you're trying, and you have to escape. And if you die, you lose all that loot. But if you escape, you get all the loot. Yeah, you keep that loot. And that's basically what you're doing is like you're getting loot and then escaping and then going back and then getting better loot, killing other people. So basically, you're just fucking over other people. Um, I mean, I know there's AI in the game. If you want to play a. If this sounds appealing to you, uh, then you should play the free variant called Vigor. (laughs) Um. Uh, it is very fun, but it's very frustrating for me. I wouldn't play Tarkov. I wouldn't spend money on it. Um, so I would just play Vigor and be more frustrated, but not feel bad that I wasted sixty dollars. I don't know how much it is. It's probably not sixty. No, I don't think it's sixty. 
because on one hand I want to get Tarkov, but on the other hand I'm scared to get Tarkov. The, the game scares me, dude. I, I think it's just to the point, yeah, I'm looking at stuff right now. Escape from Tarkov suffers sustained server issues and possible DDoS attacks. Q times are killing Escape from Tarkov momentum. Wow, I didn't know it's, that. It's a very mid-rated game. Yeah, no, see, that's what I'm looking forward to 2022. But in the meantime, I just got to deal with... I, I, I got to deal with whatever Activision and Sledgehammer are doing over at Vanguard. Okay, when Modern Warfare launched the whole... Oh, we're not doing loot boxes. You can just directly pay for skins. I should have known that it would have led to what happened in Cold War and Vanguard. Because now, yeah, sure, you can unlock the gun for free by doing the challenge. But, you know, the challenge takes five hours to complete. Or you can just buy it for 20 bucks and get this cool skin that your favorite content creators are using. They always find a way... On one hand, it's re- it's insidious, but on the other hand, it's genius in how they managed to figure this stuff out. But at the same time, it was also kind of funny seeing at the end of Cold War's life cycle how you would get killed by a guy with a neon blue rifle as the person <laughs> was literally covered in purple crystals, and the other guy on your team is literally John McClane, and there's someone on the enemy who's actually just Ghostface. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's it's like Fortnite, pretty much, where they just have, yeah. like, skins of, like, LeBron James coming to toe-to-toe with Keanu Reeves' John Wick, you know? Like, you can, you it's, it's track, hilarious. You can just track as the game's life cycle progresses how they just one-up one up themselves with how ridiculous the skins get. Which I find that hilarious, at least for Fortnite, because, like, it's, it's literally just... I can understand it in Fortnite. For someone who wants a World War II experience, they're gonna go buy. They're gonna. I feel bad for the people, but they're gonna buy Vanguard and they're gonna load it into a match, and there's gonna be a dude killing them with an anime BAR, <laughs> and they're just gonna sh- shut off the game because that's not gonna be it for them. As of right now, the future looks bright. At least if the rumors are true, more than likely they usually are with the sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare. The conclusion I've come to is just all yearly release games just need to take a year off. And only one that I... There's only one that I know for a fact took a year off. And that was uh, the WWE games. Which I haven't played since fucking... 2014 2013 pretty much all of those yearly release games mostly the sports games and first person shooters like call of duty um just need to sit down all every developer and just just brainstorm don't release anything don't create anything just brainstorm and just think just think of something original (laughs) not fucking world war ii times seven see i'm thinking Call of Duty needs to go back. They need. We need Call of Duty Spanish American. Your only automatic rifle is a uh, wheeling around a Gatling gun or like an old Browning machine gun. That's all you get for automatic fire. I think the the most wanted one at the moment and has been for quite a while is like a, a Vietnam War type game and they kind of like dipped their toe in the water just slightly in cold war with that flashback um, uh, mission 
but like it's not enough to quench your thirst if you want like a vietnam vietnam call of duty would actually be really fun oh my god i'm just thinking about the map designs you can do like a map that's like a village on top but then this entire underground section underneath you know because that's what the north vietnamese would do that would be cool man I, I really would be. I'd say hey. that should be the next the next Call of Duty after, of course, the sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare. So, like, the next Treyarch game is just Call of Duty Vietnam? Yeah. That's that, what I, I want to see. I don't know what Treyarch is going to do, because, uh, like... Black Ops 5. <laughs> Black Ops 5. We're literally... Black Ops 5 is going to be set in, like, the really far future. And like every everything's gonna be like a Reagan. Just it's gonna be Star Wars, but Call of Duty. That's what uh, Black Ops Five is gonna be. All, All right. right. Well, this has been a great episode. Like I oh. said, it was just a quick one-off. Hey, what do you want to talk about? Okay, let's talk about it. Hit record. You know. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. Um, if you're still here and listening after me not releasing anything. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, not going to promise anything. I'll record when I can. Uh, still trying to do a part two of uh, the Star Wars rewatch, which it seems like that is my most watched, or sorry, v- listened to uh, episode. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Me and Justin go in depth of the Star Wars trilogy. The first one, the original, of course. Um, and I want to break down the future. I want to break down the prequels, films, and then, of course, the sequels. I'm still trying to work things out. And I've recently come across some new guests that want to talk about new things. Uh, some want to catch up on uh, just life, I guess. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But once again, thank you guys for listening. Go follow the socials on Instagram at official opinionated and then go follow up at opinionated cast on Twitter. Um, I should be posting there more frequently, at least like some updates about, you know, finally recorded an episode, you know, finally going to edit the episode, you know, all that jazz. Um, so go give those a follow if you can, if you're not already. Anything else you want to say, Justin? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Well, like I said, Justin's pretty much a co-host at this point. Um, he's going to be my most frequent guest because a lot of schedules don't really line up, and I guess Justin's the most flexible. But once again, thank you if you stuck around this long, and catch you in the next episode.